0: Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Linda, what sort of a, a festive period has it been for women's aid as a matter of interest before we get on to our core topic today, which yeah. is financial abuse?
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, in terms of our own track records, in terms of uh, the service that we provide, uh, mainly through the National Free Phone Helpline, um, this Christmas period, it has been extremely busy for us um, during the Christmas month, uh, the month of December, um, which, you know, you can't really predict that it's always going to be the busiest month because we know that women um, do their best to try and Stabilise if it's possible for them to do that in domestic abusive situations right. or just try and keep things as normal as possible for children. But um, in December this year, we certainly saw an increase in contacts for support around the Christmas period. Christmas Day itself, just to say that, um, again, that's the day, really, that families come together. Most families who experience a normal Christmas without abuse um It will be the usual hustle and bustle, but for women who are in abusive relationships, they're probably feeling more and more isolated while trying to contain and maintain a a huge sense of normality for the children that they have the Christmas day uh, they deserve.
0: And is it possible to identify what level of calls you would have got from County Wexford, or can you do that? Do you break it down into counties?
1: I not at this stage, Alan, I'm afraid. Um, we can certainly do that, but not yeah. not at this stage. Yeah, we have to run huge reports. I'm afraid. Um, but look, just to say that we have been busy and also on a regional level and a county by county level it is so important that we as the national free phone helpline um direct and signpost women to local services like yourselves in wexford you have a amazing domestic violence support service and refuge that, you know, provide a huge range of support for women in their local areas. So we know that um, domestic violence and domestic abuse thrives in isolation. So the more people or more support services that women are aware of, the less likely they'll feel that isolation and feel more empowered to reach out and to feel that they can reach out because the support services are there for them.
0: Let's get on to the main talking point, financial abuse. What is it?
1: Yeah financial abuse is i suppose a tactic of control um outside of as you mentioned earlier on physical um, emotional coercive control and sexual abuse so they'd be the main categories of abuse it also includes financial abuse. These these abuses are never perpetrated or targeted in isolation. So it'll never just be emotional abuse. It'll never just be physical abuse. It'll be a combination of any or all four altogether. But there's never one in isolation of the other, just to say that first. You know, I suppose there is a, a, a misunderstanding about um, abuse. That physical abuse is the only way of identifying that abuse is uh, is present in the relationship, and we know that it's not. Um, women experience the emotional abuse and financial abuse. Probably, we're hearing more of it now because of the um, the energy crisis that we're experiencing. On, on a mass level so everybody is experiencing you know tightening their 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 budgets I suppose and yeah. um, maybe being more aware of not to use their gas at particular times you know being more mindful about how they use their washing machines their dishwashers etc etc this is this is something that is is becoming it's coming to the surface on uh, everyone's level yeah. and we may not have to think uh, we would sorry we may not have thought about it before but for women who are in abusive relationships and um, this is also a means to control so regardless of the crisis and um, women who are in financial abusive situations will be told that they can't they can't under normal circumstances and um, so i suppose Now that we're in this crisis, women are experiencing it even more so than they would have been. So that's
0: one sign there, you're talking about electricity and and manipulation of that. But what are the other signs
1: of financial abuse? The other signs of financial abuse are if if the um, partner has access to her bank accounts, we would hear from women um, who've had her bank accounts emptied um, by their partner or um just withhold if the woman herself is not is not working. Um, we know that this is also a means of control um, if they're in a committed relationship, they've gotten married or they've children together and she has been working, but since she's had a child, she's not allowed to go back to work because he doesn't want somebody else rearing their children. So she might not have the go back to work because he does not want her to once you take away a woman's independence and particularly financial independence it means that she she will over a period of time feel like she will have less control over making decisions in her in her life and particularly around family spending family budget what she can spend money on what she can't spend money on if in fact She's given an allowance to do the shopping for the week or is that taken away from
0: her as well I, I'm, heard, I'm baffled um, by this Listen here, you to, uh, yeah. i mean and this is 2023 january 2023 yeah. are you telling me that you're dealing regularly with a situation where there are women in wexford women in ireland who simply cannot yeah. go out to work because their husbands or their partners won't let them yeah
1: absolutely we've heard we've heard from women who um it's not worth their while going back because of the threat, I suppose, um, that he leaves, that he'll take the child away from her um, if she goes back to work because she's not caring for the child. So we've, we've, we've heard lots of accounts of women um, not being allowed to go back to work. That's not a choice for them. We've heard uh, from women who've been beaten um, to prevent them from going out to work. Um, and then women calling in sick because they can't, go to work with physical injuries because then they might feel under pressure to explain what's happened in work and as you know like there's a lot of shame that goes along with it with uh, domestic abuse and because the perpetrator has blamed her that it's her fault that she deserves the abuse the verbal physical uh, a whole lot that she's you know over a period of time I suppose broken down in terms of her own internalizing of what he's told her that maybe it is my fault. You know, so yeah. um, it doesn't happen overnight, Alan. It takes you know a long time to wear somebody down, to erode their self confidence and their beliefs, and um, their their own internal belief system of who they are as a person, as who they are as a role model, as a wife. As
0: are, are there also yeah. scenarios, Linda, where people disguise what they actually spend on? Or women will, if they want to treat themselves to something, they disguise it in such a way that the partner or the husband doesn't know what they're actually spending the money on. Is that, is that happening as well?
1: I can't, I can't say that I've heard that, but I think women really struggle around, it's not even stuff for themselves, but we've heard that women will struggle um, to kind of keep cupboards filled with food for children. So down to your very basic level, I mean, I'm not talking about treats or talking about basic levels of survival on a day-to-day basis that women are really struggling. And particularly over the festive period, particularly if women are separated and, you know, he will hold maintenance. um, There might be an additional hardship there for her. But look, it's not just around Christmas or December. It's happening every other single month of the year.
0: Right, the long-term effects of all of this are what?
1: I suppose more hardship on women and children who find themselves in abusive relationships and um, you know women trying to keep an even keel keeping themselves keeping the, their children safe and um, we know that the housing crisis is an additional barrier to women um, to move on to, to, to break away from abusive relationships there's a lot of obstacles and barriers there but women um, who are contemplating leaving an abusive relationship, um, it might not be an option for them to leave. So that's why it's really vital that women know that number one, they're not on their own there are specialist support services out there to to, to support them, to listen to them to try and um, give them information and signpost them to, to the specialist supports that are out there. That in time they may be able to regain their life as they would have known it, uh, to live free and in, in, a, in a safe environment. Um, but it's not easy, um, and yeah, I think that all we can hope for is that women are aware of the services. The services like our own national free phone helpline, twenty yep. four um, seven, and that we're there to listen and support
0: women um, as best we can. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your view. Alan Corcoran.